He had a. Uh, he had fucking what's the white the uh, gin, drink the gin on camera. I mean I don't know if they cut right, but drink the gin. Ooh. Trip. Yeah. Drink the gin like and it was a nice little bit of gin, right? He talking about we, that thinking out loud video. No, we cut that, but it, okay, you can't tell the video. like <laughs> he go to the next scene and pour some henny yeah. and drink that. Oh, I do that though. I do <laughs> that now. Oh no, that's dangerous. I do that now. Yeah, I remember, I was like, I remember the song. That's that danger right Clear. now. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I know you like that bottle of here. <laughs> I forgot how that shit go. I used to say that shit faithfully. Alright, let's go. Are you ready? Check this out. Welcome to Say Less Podcast. Let's do this. With your hosts, Fresh, Nestle the Dawn, and Lola Briggs. Conversation for the culture. Their words, not mine, I'm sorry. Every Sunday, like clock, clock, clockwork. Don't get real in here. Don't stop. Let's go. What up, what up? It's your girl, Lona B, and I'm here with the guys, Fresh and Nutso the Dawn. Yeah, and today we have a special guest, uh, the infamous, legendary, Triple. Yo, yo. Well, I got to be infamous, Nut. <laughs> You're infamous, <laughs> well, I'm not uh, infamous These stories, man. well, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad being Damn, infamous. Uh, it is. <laughs> it can be. But, you know. Anyway, uh, Trip. If for those who don't know, is a, I would say, entertainer instead of just a rapper because he does multiple things, but like songwriter, entertainer, and comic, you write comic books too, right? Right, Andrew. Andrew. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. an artist. Yo, a real yeah. artist. He's a real artist. You know what I'm saying? That's I like that. Uh, he's from South Florida, Riviera Beach, Florida to be exact. And that nigga goes hard. What's the name of the new project? The Introvert. The introverts. That shit is dope. I heard it a couple times. Appreciate it. That shit's pretty dope. My stepson, my son, my love that fucking song. Yo, that <laughs> shit is so fucking. Lit. That shit is hard. We man. just did a video for that one. Yeah, that, man, shit, that shit is, is hard. Lit. The butterfly, the yeah. butterfly joint is hard too. You know? It's got a lot of good cuts on there. Thank you. Yeah, it seems man. like a lot of artists are like uh, embracing that introvert and you know their whatever they're going yeah. through. Like that I was doing. Group. I was doing it before it was cool though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was calling myself bipolar when 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 people was ashamed to say that. Yeah. Before Kanye, and that's crazy really? too. Yeah, yeah you I, used just, to. I just embraced it because you know I, I didn't get diagnosed till 2009. Oh, so you self-diagnosed? No, I before didn't, that. Before that. No, no, no. I didn't. I just didn't know what was wrong with me just growing but up. But you knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. But that's then the I, self-diagnosis. I, I went through. But no, nah, I wasn't no diagnosis. I, I, I because growing up in in our community. We was always just taught to deal with whatever you're going through and ignore mental illness or whatever. So I, I went through a period in 2009 where I just wasn't getting no sleep. I went for like a week straight and probably got maybe five five hours worth of sleep throughout the whole week. And uh, the young lady who I was involved with at the time, she was like, you know, she'd go to sleep and I'd be up and she'd wake up and I'd be up. She's like, babe, what's wrong? What, you, you ain't sleeping? I'm like, nah, to me that was normal. I go through episodes like that. She's yeah. like, you need to go to the doctor. That ain't something wrong with you. And I made an appointment. I went and uh, yeah, that, I got was that diagnosed. Caused through like drama, through uh, trauma, through uh, the industry, or no, no, no. It's it's a uh, it's a it's a chemical imbalance, man. You, you, it's nothing. It's something you're born with. Yeah, oh, okay. it's nothing that's caused. It's just you know, okay. every now and then, you, you, what it is, they call it bipolar because you go through extreme episodes of highs and lows. Yeah. And when you go through mania, which is mostly what I go through, that's when you just up. You know, yeah. what I mean, it might cause a lot of 
unexplained anger, and that's how I used to deal with mine. Just you know, if you ain't getting no rest, then you just you just mad at you know what I mean, and you you acting out. So I'm I'm gonna change the narrative a little bit. My little brother's bipolar, mm-hmm. paranoid, schizophrenic, and all that. Crazy yeah, that's, that's that's a little deeper than what I got. But how do you <laughs> control it though? Just me, and like I say, knowing was half the battle, man. So um, when when I got diagnosed, that explained a lot. So I was like, okay, so now I know. Well, like I was having a bad day this morning, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just and you just, don't know why. Nah, nothing. You don't know what triggers it. It's yeah. just you know it's, it's unexplained. It's, it's just chemical imbalance. Do you know how to like turn it around? Do you have like a certain? I, I don't know how to turn it around, but because you can't turn it around, you just got to go through it unless you're on medication. And I refuse to take medication, mm-hmm. so okay. I just what I do is just, when I know I'm going through it, I just isolate myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I need to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's just real, boy. And I know you noticed, I, I noticed you said that you were the first, like, you did that back in the days before these kids are doing it now. Do you feel like these kids are just doing it for, like, clout? Nope, nope. I honestly think that 95% of people who are artistic, who are artistic, you know, we're, 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 we're right brain thinkers. You know, this is just my take on the whole situation, yeah. you know, from taking psychology classes <laughs> and things like that. You know, when you when you think more with your right brain as opposed to your your left brain, you know, right brain is what controls creativity, and it seems like people that think more with that side of the brain, it's just something, yeah. something ain't right. So the Kanye effect, my favorite. Right, 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 right. Something, right, right. something yeah. just ain't right. You know, what I mean, you live in that that side of your brain that that people who aren't creative can't necessarily relate to. Yeah. yeah in order for you to be creative, you have to actually. Think outside of right. The box. There's there's right. a thin so there's line a between of... genius and crazy. So. Yeah, so yeah, I think a lot of these artists they just people just embracing it now. You know, we grew up in an era where it wasn't cool to embrace that, but now a lot of these people they're like you know, and that's the way they express themselves through through music. So yeah, I think I think most of it is real. I think it's just it's, it's cool to do so now. Yeah, so right. you don't have no 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 issue with the pain music with the um the Rod sad wave. songs, the Rod waves, the the. No, nah, I mean it, it, there was always sad music. I mean. But it seems like my, that's what my, they my, my, my big homie OG Scarface man. If y'all listen to his music, he mm-hmm. always yeah. expressed you right. know right. what yeah. was going on with him, and a lot of people don't realize he really is. You know what I mean? He's yeah. He's been diagnosed. You know what I mean? So yeah. You know we grew up. I was mind playing tricks on me. You know what I mean? That was that was a true story. Right. His, his mind was playing tricks on him. You know what I mean? So we we Tupac even expressed you know his his you know going through depression and his his his, his battle with uh you know. Mental illness. His will to live, sometimes losing that will to live, you know? So, yeah, you it ain't, it ain't, it's not new. Yeah. Uh, is it mental illness? Is it a mental illness? Yeah. It's a mental disorder. Yeah. Mm. Kanye disorder. calls it his superpower. <laughs> it, well, it is because it allows him to to be a genius. Yeah, which he is. I mean, if I, if I wasn't the way I am, I mean, I wouldn't be able to draw and write the way I write. And, yeah. you know what I mean? I know I wouldn't be able to do that if do I was. You, do you have social issues, though, like with other people? Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I, I prefer. That's why I named the album "The Introvert." This is the first time I really, fully embraced. Like I made this album for me. I really went in the studio. That's why I, I ain't got no features on it. Yeah, you only I, got one producer. One producer. Yeah. I did the whole thing in, in one studio. Ten forty. Work, shout out. Work with one engineer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, I did it for me. It was therapeutic. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, I, uh, I get antisocial and. Yeah. You know, when this whole quarantine thing jumped off, it didn't bother me at all. But Listen. <laughs> me either. It was I mean, like a peace of mind. You not, found yourself comfortable. Yeah, and mind. not to be selfish about it, but yeah. it gave people like me an excuse to be able to say, nah, I can't come. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because I get invited to a lot of things, and you don't want to be, you know what I mean? You don't want to seem standoffish yeah. all the time. So 
sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm in places and don't even want to be there just to try to, you know, appease other people just so I, you know, because even with loved ones, family and all, you know, they have functions. And I know they want to, damn, why, why Jonathan ain't here, you know, you know but yeah. sometimes I just don't want to be around nobody. So, But when that thing jumped off, it was I was cool with saying, nope, quarantine. So this, uh, before the quarantine, and you always didn't want to go places and shit, you think that hurt your relationships in the music industry and with family? Uh, probably not so much with family because, you know, family know you. Yeah, or that's just, you know, we know if we throw something, he may, he may show up or he may not. So they kind of used to it. As far as the industry, um, I'm still cool with everybody who I built relationships with because I never really got too personal. You know, it's a few people I got, like me and Tonga Pong, we, we like brothers. Me and Face, we like brothers. Me and Ted Lucas, Slip and Slide, you know, we, we got a good relationship. Yeah, I was about to ask about him. So I always kept good relationships with people. But as far as, you know, being personal with them, it's only a handful of people in the industry I really got personal with. So. I ain't really losing no relationships because the ones I got personal with, they know me anyway. So, you know, one of the love lost. Mm. This day and age, though, you don't have to be personal no more because, like, Young Thug doesn't do interviews. Uh, right. Future doesn't do interviews and right. shit like that. So, like, it's like right. it's a different era now. You don't have to be friendly. You don't have to be Sumoon. Right. Haitians call it Sumoon. It means, <laughs> how do you say it in English? Sumoon means friendly, right? Yeah, friendly. friendly. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be that no more. You feel right. me? So, it's right. like. It's a new day and age, I guess. So, like, nowadays in the industry, like, they don't force artists to go to shows and, you know, Maybe interact that, with the fans? Their that's their money. That's good. That's, that's good. their money. That's good. Do they force them to, they, like, is the that part of the contract? No? Well, I mean, if you're if you, if you signed to a certain deal, like a 360 or whatever. What know, is a 360? Nah, I don't think so. <clears throat> um, not no, I'm not saying that they're forcing you, but what I'm saying is you're going to be encourage the go because the people have given you money. It depends. Everybody, every artist contract is different. You yeah. know what I mean? But if somebody come give you a million dollars advance and, and to, in order to recoup their money, you yeah. got to do shows and, right. and promote your album. Then you got to do that because you owe them that money. Chief, so, Chief Keith and that's and a three sixty. They don't do none of that shit. I don't know how the deals are structured. They, they, you know they had three sixties with uh three hundred and, and the guy, what's that? You well, know, when, the when, when, when a label gives you money, I mean, it's, it's just a, Basically, at the end of the day, it's, I mean, you can't go to jail if, if they don't get their money back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Def Jam gave me, you know, all that money. They didn't get none of it back. They just shelved me for a few years, and yeah, and I fought my way out of the contract, but they didn't ask for none of the money back that they gave me. Yeah, charge mm-hmm. it to the game. Yeah, they gave me three fifty, <laughs> and then and it was, I guess it was a tax write-off for them. Sure, yeah. you've been around for a minute, man. Like, what what is the biggest change? Like, you were, like, legit, The like, I feel like the first out of Florida, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, no, I was the first out of Florida. No. Okay, I'll let you tell it. What, no, what's the first? What's what's the biggest change from you from then till now for what you seeing? Like whether it be the contracts, um, like the the social. Well, I don't I don't know much about nobody else's contract. I never read nobody else's contract. Right. All I know is my own. As far as the culture, I feel like. Um, well, first you know everybody got to get off two live crew. You know, two live mm-hmm. crew and Luke. They were the first ones to do right. it. Right. From Florida, you're right, and they were, uh, but they were doing a different type of music. So as far as the the music that influenced me, even though I did like listening to that, you know, but that never inspired me to mm-hmm. do what I do. The first artist from Florida that inspired me was JT Money. You know, he was because he was that's making right he was there. making street music. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what inspired me. And then after him, you know, you had Trick Daddy and a few others that came through. But nah, I definitely wasn't the first though. Okay. Okay. 
we have a technical difficulties over here and shit. You can't hear yourself? Every once in a while okay. it goes off. You can't oh, help what you're attracted to. Yeah. It's just like pedophiles, they're attracted to kids. Yeah. But just because you're attracted to something don't mean that you have to give in to that desire. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm again, my, my wow, whole... My, that's deep as fuck. My man. whole belief comes from a more spiritual, you know what I mean? Because we all got demons we got to fight. Yeah. You know, some people natural-born killers. Ted Bundy was a natural-born killer. Mm-hmm. That man was born with the desire to take life. You feel yeah. me? You couldn't take that out of him. That's what he was. But was it right for him to do so? We all got demons that we got to fight, man. You know, and, and nothing against the, you know, my homosexual brothers and sisters. I just feel like, you know, like I say, we all got we all got inclinations that we got to fight. Like like me learning more about homosexuality and learning that like I really don't care and I have a problem with them. I, don't, I go yeah, back and listen to old shit. Like I'm not gonna say the song, but there's one song, and I was like, whoa, like this shit will never fly today, dog. But I, you know, just not since you brought that up. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me where my old man, I'm the one that personally removed all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's only oh, because okay. oh, wow. and it's only because of my beliefs about mm-hmm. the whole situation. They ain't got nothing, I don't care about no cancel culture. It was because I did that before all of this. Mm-hmm. It's just when I started realizing that my words were hurtful to certain people. You know yeah. what I mean? And it wasn't just that. I, I used to see a lot of it just mean shit, you know what I yeah, mean? But yeah. again, it was coming from a place where, you know, I had a lot of anger in me, you know what I mean? Not knowing you know what was wrong with me and just you know what I mean? Yeah. Just a lot of anger, dog, and and, and I went in the booth and I, I said a lot of things, you know, without even thinking about the consequences of not so much of how it would affect me, but how it would affect other people. Because I never really cared about how it would affect me. Yeah. But just you when know, you was recording it though, did you think that it would reach so far, or like I so never, many people would hear it? Never. I you ne- wouldn't think I, you get listen, to this point. I never when I first because that was like my second album. What you're talking about? Yeah. And when I made my first album, this is how my whole career basically started. You know, I've been rapping since, you know, middle school, you know, uh, even before that, since four, I wrote my first rap in the fourth grade when I was listening to Run DMC. But I started, you know, trying to take it more serious as, you know, pursuing a dream when I got in high school. And I did, I did my first song in 19, well, I ain't gonna say my age, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded my first song when I was, you know, um, I was about 18, 19 years old, the first time I went to the studio. And I was inspired to write a song because uh, the police killed my homeboy Jody. So me and, me, and, me and a couple of my homeboys, we had a group called the Mad Dog Posse at the time. We went to the studio and recorded a song called I Want to Blast Task. And it was just, you know, Shit. we just just passing it out through the neighborhood. And, you know, we was putting the local cops' names in the songs. And, mm. You know Ooh. what I mean? And we weren't even doing it, just trying to, you know, we was just, precious, though. <laughs> we were just expressing our anger, you know what I mean? But then it got so big, like the whole hood was like, you feel me? And the police was getting on to it, and it's like, damn. So I was like, I might have something here. You know what I mean? Let me just keep, you know, pressing. So I, um, I uh, after that, did a song with uh, this cat named Mr. Meany, another local cat. We used to make a little noise, man. We used to actually battle each other in the hallways in school. But he had a, a song that he wanted me to get on. I featured on the song. And back then, they used to have this thing in Miami called, I think it was either How Can I Be Down or Jack the Rapper. I can't remember. One of them was in Atlanta. One was in Miami. On the radio? Nah, it was it was a, a music conference where the whole industry would come to Miami. They had yeah. one in Atlanta too. I, I'm getting the, maybe getting the names confused of which one was which, but I think the one in Miami was Jack the Rapper. And basically, everybody in the industry was who anybody who was anybody was in was there. You know what I mean? You had yeah. big label heads and stuff like that. In fact, I think that's where um, you heard the story when Shug Knight and, and Luke got into it. Yeah, it was at one of those uh, okay. conferences. So, uh, oh, now I'm thinking of Master P and uh, but he's, he's going down yeah, there, yeah. shits. But uh, Mr. Mean, he took the song down there, and he was, you know, 
passing it out. And uh, he called me back. Like a week later, he was like, man, some niggas from Oakland heard our music, man. They want to they wanna fly us out there. They want to fuck with us. I'm like, who? He was like, nigga Tone Capone, he fucked with the loonies. He's the one that made the, the track I got five on. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I fuck with that shit. Mm, just get him on the phone. So either they called him or we called. I can't remember who called who, but like maybe a day later, we got on the phone with him, and they was like, man, we finna send, send y'all some tickets. You know, back then, everything was hard copy tickets. So they sent us some tickets in the mail. We came out there and they talking about signing us as a group. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm I'm not a group. I, you know, I just featured on on Bro Song. That's my homeboy and shit, but we ain't no group. Yeah. They were like, oh man, we gotta do this, man. This is our opportunity, bro. We gotta do this. We didn't come out here for nothing. I'm like, Shh. I came out here to see what they were talking about. I ain't come out here to just sign hmm. with these niggas, man. You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a group. And so they were like, man, if it, you know, shit, what it gotta take to make it happen? I said, listen, if you want me to. If you want to do a group, I don't mind doing it with bro, cause man, him cool like that. But I'm already, I got some niggas I already fuck with, you know, my mad dog niggas. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, even though I wasn't, we wasn't a group no more. But I'm like, if I am gonna do a group, it's gonna be with, well, it, with at least at least one of them. You know what I mean? So I went and grabbed the tightest nigga that was in that group, Teddy P. You know what I mean? I called him. I'm like, listen, man, they want me to do a deal with this this uh, my homeboy, Mr. Mino. But I told him I won't do it unless I can bring one of my original group members with me. He was like, shit, let's go. So. All three of us went back out there, you know what I mean? We signed a deal. And at the time they were uh they had just put out a group called Three Times Crazy. Yeah, I heard of them. You remember them? Yeah. And they were working on some other cats and shit. But uh while we were working on our compilation, Tone was in the middle of producing Scarface's uh Untouchable album. Yeah. And so while he was mixing that album, he was mixing our album too at the same time. He was using, you know, it's a lot of tricks in yeah, the industry, use man. Use studio time to work <laughs> on your shit, yeah. Man, there's so many tricks. And once you get on that level of the game, when you fuck with that 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 that, uh, that label budget, mm-hmm. you can do all kind of shit, man. So, and I mean, if it weren't for that, I probably would have never met Face. So, uh, Face was listening, you know. As at this time, I still hadn't met him personally, but while uh, they were mixing my shit, Face would come in and out and be like, "Damn, who is this?" You know what I mean? I was on like maybe, I think about eight songs on the album. And Face was like, who is this? And, you know, according to Tone, Tone tells me, man, Face been checking you out, bro. But I ain't think it was as serious as it was. So maybe, like, the next year, we all came out to Houston to have a, a meeting with Rap-A-Lot. I guess the Rap-A-Lot and the label I was on was getting ready to do some type of joint venture or whatever. You know, we was just artists. We was out of the loop. But the hotel we was in, man, when them Florida niggas come to town, man, we... we <laughs> and this just happened to be... Uh, June, this is my first time experiencing Juneteenth. Like, Houston to have a Juneteenth like none of. I ain't know, yeah. I ain't even know what that shit was, but I'm, excuse me, I don't want to call it shit. But I didn't know what that celebration was until I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing all these different people from other places at our hotel. I'm like, damn, what's going on? So, the, you know, the girl's like, oh, it's Juneteenth. Y'all don't know about this? Man, Florida sleep. Yeah, Florida sleep on that. When, just, when, when was this, trip? This was 1998. You know what's crazy about that? Like, I think, honestly, with this whole thing just happening, this is when people really kind of... People waking up, man. Wow. 1998, man. And listen, we had... It was people in our hotel from, from Arkansas, St. Louis. Wow. Nevada. I'm talking about all over the nation, man. It was right at our hotel. The, 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 thing the, is the whole the, city was lit like that. The last mm. state was Texas, though. Texas. So, that's, you know, that's, that's where they have the biggest that's one the, at. Yeah. Right. That's where they had the biggest yeah. one at. So, when you know, I'm finding out about, about this Juneteenth thing, and um, our hotel was just so lit that I guess word got back to us, uh, you know, somebody at rap a lot, man, them Florida niggas doing the thing at that hotel. So Face actually came and got a room at our hotel. Mm. Mm. And, uh, just because y'all was turning up. 
I guess we just, <laughs> let me see what these niggas own, man, out here in my city. Because, uh, you know, let's be real, man. Jay Prince ran that city, man. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. Back, back, I don't know how it is now, but I know back then, you weren't coming to Houston without that pass from Jay. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I don't know if he, if somebody told him to go check us out or whatever, but Face was at our hotel. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even no big fancy hotel. It was, you know, uh, they called it the Shoney's Inn. I mean, that was the name of it, the Shoney's wow. Inn. Yeah, that's how ratchet is fucking cool. Yeah, no, I want ratchet. It was, just, hey, it was probably But like that's how you know it's real if he goes check into the Shoney's Inn. Yeah. It was wow. like it was like probably equivalent to what the Holiday Inn is right yeah. now. And it was a restaurant called Shoney's that was attached to it. I don't yeah, know if I remember, I remember that back in the day. Yeah, right. I remember that. So, um, yeah, Face came in, and we just happened to bump into each other on, on the elevator. And um, our first words to each other, he was like, you trip, ain't you? No, you trip with Jay, ain't you? I like, yo, what's up? You know, I'm, I'm in the cut. I ain't really saying nothing. But in my mind, I'm like, damn, I'm on the elevator with Scarface. Scarface, you know I mean? yeah. he's, he's He don't even know at this time, you know what I mean, like how much of a fan of his I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, he was one of my inspirations for even, you know, doing what I do. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I fuck with your shit, bro. Keep doing that. I'm like, okay, cool. That's what's up. But uh, I didn't. what I didn't know was behind the scenes, he was actually trying to get me out of my situation to come fuck with him. Oh, yeah. What he was doing, big. You know, when you're under somebody else, they're not going to tell you what's going on until maybe like two years later, the label I was on, uh, I don't really know what happened. It was, uh, they had a deal with a uh, new tribe and um, who was new tribe affiliated with a priority or somebody like I can't mm-hmm. remember, but things fell apart and, you know, the money stopped coming, the budget went there no more, but I'm still fucking with them out of loyalty because these are my niggas. So I'm still going to California back and forth, still, you know, knocking out tracks. Because I'm meeting a lot of people at the same time, too. Were you, were you writing at the time for other people? Not really writing, but I was doing my own. You know what I mean? But I would, because I basically, okay, you got Tone Capone, a platinum producer. You got free studio time. Yeah. All I got to do is get to Cali. I can do all the music I want to. And not just on a regular level. I'm, I'm, I'm doing songs with Spice One. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm in the studio with E-40. I'm in, a, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like one-on-one, personal with This is the Gladiator people. era, right? It's before that. It's before, before that. I even put out yeah. my own. You feel me? This before I even put out my own album. Okay. I'm getting to that. That's how, that's how the whole thing started. So, um, after a while, you know, shit just it was stagnant. So yeah. I came back home. You know, I, I spent like a year in Cali. I came back home. And uh, Tone called me one night. He was like, listen, bro, I know we ain't really doing no more with, with the label right now. You know, I don't want to hold you up because you, let's be real, man. You, you, the, you the hardest nigga we got on this shit, man. And Face been trying to get at you for like two years. But we been trying to, you know. We wanted to do it ourselves with you. I ain't gonna, you know, he, he, was, he was honest. He was like, yeah. we want to be the one to take you there. You know what I mean? But it looked like that ain't gonna happen, bro. So we gonna, you know, pass that baton, man. Let Face see, what, you know, see what he can do with you. I'm like, shit, that, that's what's up, nigga. What, what's happening? He like, I'm finna give him your phone number. He gonna call you. As soon as I hung the phone up, man, Face called and maybe like 30 seconds. Face might have been on three-way when he called me. I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> nigga called me so fast. Yo. And when he called me, he was singing one of my songs. Don't you want to ride in a rocket ship? Yo, this is and, legit, like, legendary shit to yeah. hear. And that's when, that's when I knew it, it was real. I'm like, man, what's up, man? He's like, man, I've been trying to fuck with you for years. What's up, dog? You ready to get some money? i like, yeah, what's that? And he said, man, what's your paperwork like with them niggas? You know, Spence was the guy that was in charge of the label. I'm like, man, my contract been up for over a year, man. I'm just still fucking with them because, you know, they're my niggas. You know what I mean? But ain't no paperwork. Yeah. Mm. Like, okay, well, let's get that nigga on the phone. So, so he called Spence. You know, Spence was reluctant. He was like, oh, trip, come on, man. You know, I'm like, bro, you know, this, this I got to make this move, dog. And, it, you know, the conversation got a little heated. And, 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 and uh, Face stepped in, man. Me and Spence had was getting, you know, a little wordy with each other. 
And Face like, ah, right, wait a minute, wait a minute. Trip, do you got paperwork? This nigga got paperwork on you? I'm saying, nah, ain't no paperwork. He said, okay, Spence, you know what it is. Yeah. Ain't no paperwork. <laughs> he said he could he finna come fuck with us. That's what it is. Yeah, that's oh, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, that's dope. And then you know, back then you know who Face had behind him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah ain't nobody checking Face. Ain't, yeah. ain't nobody checking. Nobody yeah. going on with that. Ain't nobody yeah. going on with that. You know, shout out to Big Spence though, man. Because if it wasn't for him, you know, he opened the door for a nigga. Yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, so then after that, um. Man, face face started working on uh, I forgot which album it was. Um, I think it was the last of a dying breed. I think yeah, one of my favorites too. I think that was yeah. the one he worked mm-hmm. on at the time. So I was actually doing a lot of work with him behind behind the scenes on that album. And um, he was you know basically just trying to critique me as a what they call back then uh, development. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? artist he, development. Yeah, he was developing yeah. me as an artist. And in the midst of that, he got a opportunity from two different labels to start a. Um, to start his own label. One was, um, I want to say Atlantic or Warner Brothers. It might have been Warner Brothers. And the other one was, was Def Jam. Yeah. And this was like 99. You chose Def Jam South. Yeah, but well, actually the other label was offering more money. Hmm. And I, I kind of, I would like to think that I was kind of influential in him going into him making the choice to go to Def Jam because uh, in 99 or maybe uh, 2000, it had to be 2000 because the party was called uh, Def Jam 2000. They had a party down at the Fountain Blue. Def Jam did. Mm-hmm. And so, and this one, you know, he was trying to make his choice of who he was going to fuck with. He was like, uh, Def Jam doing a party tonight. I'm going to want to bring you down there, man, and introduce you as my artist to some of these important people. So I went down there, man. First nigga I seen was Jay Z. First nigga I seen. <laughs> First thing I see. In 99. Now, it's not the same Jay-Z we have today, though, but now, I know that still Jigga. was... Dude, yeah, dude, yeah, Jigga. Jigga. Yeah, I'm going to tell, tell, <laughs> tell you the ironic part about it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Before I officially met him, I saw him, and I don't know if he, you know, if he liked me, he probably still remember this shit. But um, I had my girl with me at the time, and she had to use the bathroom. Soon we got there, I'm like, damn, you got to use the bathroom, man? I'm trying to get in here, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. all right, let's, let's go to the bathroom, which I'm glad I did. So... At the time, I, th- I think Fountain Blue set up a little different now, but at the time, when you first walked in, you know where, um, this is before, uh, what's it, Liv, Liv or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liv wasn't there at the time. Yeah. So I, I don't know if, I, if Liv was maybe just a part of the lobby or whatever, because yeah, they had a real big lobby yeah, back like then. once you walk in, it's to the left mm-hmm. or some shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Liv is to the right now, when you walk in. To your right yeah, to, when okay. you walk in. When we walked in, this, back then, to the left was where all the action was, but yeah. the bathroom was to the right. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember Liv being there, because yeah. we had to go... To the no, right, it wasn't then. there. Yeah, we had to go to the right and yeah. go downstairs. And when uh, we went downstairs, I'm sitting there waiting for to use the bathroom. And it's a, it was a long hallway, and I see this nigga walking toward me. You know, got his head down like he thinking this shit. I said, damn, that look like Jay-Z. And the closest he got, yeah, with him. I said, damn, Jigga, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, yeah, what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I started beating him. I was like, baby, come on, man. Jay-Z just walked by. I just bet Jay-Z. She like, no, you did. You did Jay-Z. I said, like, listen, man, because at this time, we still ain't know the part was going to be, you know, as big as what it was. So we get up there, and uh, this when I knew. This when I knew that nigga face had pulled, dog. Because we get there, and the line so thick. You got uh, Lil' Kim. Like, anybody was in there, but Puffy had just, he was walking out as we were walking in. Yeah. And Lil' Kim was in line waiting to get in the party. And they wouldn't, you know, you know, I guess they, they let me yeah. in according to, I, you know, whatever the situation was. Not saying I was more important to her, but Face came to the door and pointed at me. And, my, and I had a couple of niggas with me, too. He was like, Trip, who you with? I'm like, me and he said, I ain't gonna, he whispered to me, he said, I ain't going to lie. We ain't, they ain't going to let them niggas in. Yeah. He said, but I can let you, you and your, you and your girl in. 
I said, okay, that's what's up. I told my homeboy, I said, listen, dog, y'all know what this is, man. They're like, yeah. yeah, man, go and do your thing, my nigga. Straight up. Yeah, straight and up. He let me in, and we got in before Lil' Kim, man. Lil' Kim was looking like, who the fuck is this nigga getting in? <laughs> 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 this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Hell no. So we got in, and um, man, everybody was there, man. Like, and we went straight to uh, Jay Z section. He had a big ass section. Ja Rule was there with him, and I, uh, one of my homeboys at the time, who I didn't realize, I mean, recollecting back now, you know, Ja Rule spent a lot of time in Palm Beach. Growing up, cause he got family here. Yeah. But at that time, I didn't realize he was my wow, homeboy, that's my crazy. homeboy cousin Jeff that used to come in for the summer. Yeah, he got a, a big family here. You know. Wow. So and I seen my homeboy Corey up there. I'm like, damn, this nigga look like Corey. But why is Corey standing next to Jay Z? Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, now nah, this just got to be somebody that look look like him or whatever. So the closer we got, and you know, I ain't really saying nothing to him, but in my mind, I'm like, this nigga look just like Corey, but I want to keep staring at him. Yeah. So <laughs> he just happened to look at me. He like, Truck, that's you. <laughs> I said, damn, that is Corey. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, man, what you doing? He's like, man, you know Jeff, my cousin. Remember Jeff? Uh, ja Rule, that's my cousin. I'm like, oh, that's where I know this nigga from. I knew I knew him somewhere. So it, it was just real good night. Yeah, that's Goodbye, crazy, dog. That's, that's wild. That's crazy. Goodbye, I've man. never heard this before. This yeah, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z was like, he was saying it. I nigga had so many bottles up there. He was like, you know, y'all hang out. You know, he was showing face a lot of. You, you met Jay-Z of. later on? Nah, that was my one and only time meeting. Oh, okay. One and only time. I wanted to see the difference. Cause I know it's like a big difference now. Like, no, but what uh, what I was getting ready to say in the beginning, just meeting him then, I knew where he was gonna go. Yeah. Really? It's just his aura. He yeah. had a whole different aura, man. You could feel it. Whole different aura. Just wow. being in his presence, man. Yeah. A whole different aura, man. I don't know what to call it, but then he had yeah. a whole different aura, yeah. bro. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's you saying you was around face. Right. And, wow. and I seen Jay so I seen Jay Z give face homage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like what's up, nigga? You know, oh, that's amazing because like that to me means a lot because that's, oh, that's energy. Face. Yeah, they, they work. He, he always said face one of his favorite rappers. Yeah, 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 but that that worked with him a lot too. That's that's crazy to me. I mean, we was, we was in Jay Z section like mm-hmm, this is a big yeah. ass party. Everybody went in his section, you know. But, yeah, but, but through face, it wasn't just it wasn't because of me, but it's because of face. We was in his section. Yeah, wow, that's what's up. And they played that song uh, "Jiggle My Nigga" for the first time that I ever heard at that party. And when I seen the way that that crowd, he just controlled the crowd like he wasn't even singing the song. Like he just, yeah. he they playing the song. He's not even like he ain't even listening to the shit, yeah. man. And I'm like, yo, that that, that nigga gonna be amazing, boy. Damn. You just see it. Damn, that's crazy, boy. Um, changing the subject because this is my favorite part about celebrity. Uh, groupie tales. Any type of groupie stories that you could <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I, I come from the era where, where listen, I care about your situation. Yeah. This nigga does listen, not. Listen. <laughs> I, I told him now we're going to talk about some of everything. You know man. What it is. I come from that era, man, where, 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 where it was all about groupie power, man. Yeah. Group, groupies were empowered back then. So every every female wanted to, well, I can say every female, but groupie was something uh, that, um, it was very normal back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It wasn't, you know, a lot of women want, it was all about having fun, you know, yeah. and so some, somewhere along the lines, the, the money got into the mix where, you know, women was all about, you know. Now they prostitutes and shit. I ain't gonna call them prostitutes. Only prostitutes. fans. Only they're, fans. No. They, <laughs> you know, they're more into chasing the bag now. Back yeah. then, back then it was just more of a, you they, know. They, wasting uh, their time. Not, no, I won't say wasting the time because we all have fun. Having fun, having fun, and waking up in the morning and going back to the regular shit—it's not. It's not it, right? Not you want the bad. Saying, you, you guys had fun. The guys had fun. She you know, had, had fun had, too. The girls fun. had fun because they wouldn't have been doing it if they didn't have fun. Yeah. Any any wild story, like a crazy ass something that comes to your mind, be like, damn, I can't believe this happened. Uh, I got too many. You got to narrow it down a little. Uh, what you mean? A, a, a groupie story of like, damn, I can't believe she did that. 
No names. Yeah, no I names. I won't say yeah. I mean, it won't be. It won't sound right if I don't say the names because some, <laughs> some, some of them are well-known people. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but I, ain't, so I, I can't. I, say, I feel like I you ran across Superhead already. No, nah, I ain't run across Superhead. Okay. I'm, I'm glad, I was going to bet he did, though. Yeah. Like, I was going to be like, yo, I, I bet he ran across Superhead. So I, you've seen a groupie elevate and become something like, big. Something big. Uh, what's, your, what's your definition of big? Well known. Social media f- oh, clout course. fame type. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. I, to ran, me. I ran across them bitches. Yeah, I two million dollars. Two million followers. Yeah. 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 Regular hoes. Right now that y'all know that. Yeah, they yeah. That was doing that and now they, you know. That, Damn. King of Diamonds, G5 era. Yeah, that's true. Ran through all them hoes. You feel me? So, yeah, that was just a regular thing, man. But I got a lot of wild stories. Oh, something not, just hit not, his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not that these women are groupies, you know what I mean? Let's clarify that right now, but it just made me start thinking about <laughs> females. But one of the craziest female story I got as far as, you know, my industry stories, when Jackie O and Foxy Brown fought. Oh, oh damn. That, that was at a hair store or some shit? Nah, what? that was at my session, bro, at Circle House. Oh, yeah. So they fought twice? No, no, no. They fought. What happened? Fuck that. What happened? Yeah, what happened? Okay. Now, y'all know me and Jackie got a song together. Yeah, yeah. Called Chose. So the night before that, we recorded the song. Yeah. At Circle House. I had like, I think I had like maybe a week or two booked at Circle House. So we down there every day. So I got um, my homie J Red from Boynton. Yeah, I remember J Red. He locked up right now, right? He locked up right now. Free that boy. So me me and him was recording the song during the So this is actually me and J Red's session. So Jackie came through to listen to the mix because Jim Johnson produced the song. Yeah. <sighs> Excuse me. Shout so, out to um, Shife, Carbine. Yeah. Well, nah, Shife was. Nah, Shife worked with King, uh, worked with him. At yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, um, we did. We, I did do some music with Shife during that era. But this particular song was uh, Jim did this. So uh, Jim called me. He was like, I mean, well, Jim came out the um, out the one way. He was like, shit, Jackie on her way, man. She want to check out the mix we did. I like okay, that's cool. So we, me and J Red, put our session on hold. Yeah. You know. Jackie, Only right. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie came in. She li- we listened to the song. You know, she yeah on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then uh, Big D, he's a producer. He do a lot of uh, guitar work and shit. He used to do on my on, with Jim Johnson. He came in the room. He was actually working with Foxy at, at the uh, at the pool. You know, they got a pool house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the back, yeah. In the back, right? And they had just built it at this time. I think Foxy might have been one of the first clients because yeah. when I first started going there, that that place wasn't even up. So uh, after they built it, you know, so Foxy had a session enough. So um, D ran and he was like, "Hey, y'all, Foxy Brown here, man." So you know that was kind of, you know back then that was kind of like a big deal. Foxy was yeah, yeah. You know, Foxy Brown, Foxy nigga, Brown, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Jack was like, "Oh shit, shit, I want to go meet that bitch. I love Foxy Brown." So she, so she ran out. <laughs> Foxy ain't friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me and J Red, we jump back on out. You know, I'm working, so I ain't, you know, yeah. I, I, cool. I'll see Foxy Brown one day or whatever, you know what I mean? But I ain't finna run out of my session to go see it. Yeah. So me and J Red, we started back working. And um, <laughs> D ran back in there like five minutes later, like, hey, boy, these bitches finna fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know the so, Palm Beach nigga you just came out of the J. Not on real, not on real. Because what he said, cause you gotta understand back yeah. then, even right now, when I'm working, Nothing yeah. supersedes that, bro. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Nothing supersedes that. You feel yeah, me? you're focused. I'm focused. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, yo, shit. Stop, break that shit up. In my mind, that's what I'm like, you know what I mean? So, you know, don't hear that shit, man. Get out of here. So we, we, you know, we get back, you know. I think J-Red was in there recording his verse. I don't know who's out there listening to J-Red verse. Then he came back in like two minutes later. Yo, he wasn't even smiling this time. 
Dog, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> He's about to fight. <laughs> He's gonna throw blows, dog. <laughs> he asking for your help. No, he asked for help. He just come see, he nigga. Go. Y'all finna miss some legendary shit. Y'all go off. <laughs> so if it wasn't Jay Red, I wouldn't even went out there. Jay Red saying, oh, oh. shit. Dog, oh, hold on, man. I, I gotta go see this yeah, shit. Yeah, I would've left you, dog. I would've been like, yo. No, so Jay Red, he left. So I'm like, wow. shit, I'm out of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as we were we, in that, like, if you walk in the circle house, you know where the kitchen is, then yeah. right next to it, that first, that big room right to the left, when you make the right, then the one right to the left, that's the room we was in. I, don't even I think know that's like Studio A or whatever. Yeah. So we come out, and as soon as we break the door, you know they got them soundproof doors, so you can't hear shit until you open the door. Yeah. Open the door, I hear, oh, bitch, motherfucker, da, 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 da. I said, oh, shit. Them bitches fighting for real. Yeah. Oh, so, so we go around the corner. I ain't see the beginning of the fight, but I, I saw the end result. They were still fighting by the time we, because it made it all the way from the pool house to the kitchen. All right, legendary question. Who won? That I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh, hey, when this shit over with, dog, I got to Hey, straight up, my money on Jackie, though. I ain't going to say, man. I, but they, yeah, they, my money they, on Jackie, too. My money on Jackie. Oh, y'all want to hear my... It was a real fight. It wasn't yeah. no verbal confrontation. Oh, it was and a you real, don't know why? real fight. You don't know why? You don't know why? Why? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when it was all over, um, I can't Foxy believe, was being I, I booze. Can't, I can't remember whether it was either that night or the next night. You know, we had to know because because uh, Jackie was around us a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean back then because uh, she was going through a little situation with Pope Boy and she was just trying to get exposed and you know what I mean she was doing a lot of work with uh with with our with our account you know other artists and stuff that was on the label but um some kind of way uh I think I asked her I was like man what the fuck happened. She was like, nah, you know, I went back there. I was just trying to pay homage to the bitch because, yep. you know, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I, I looked up to her. I was a fan. And she was with all that bougie shit and, you know what I mean? Yep. And yep. one thing led to another. I was like, oh, bitch, you in Miami right now. You, you know what I mean? Crazy. Like, yeah. And they just, shit just took off. Yeah. I hollered at Jackie yeah. O before. Yeah, what she to put said? down. Shot me down like I was. Like straight down. Like, she was in the uh, CLS, the white bins. Yeah. yeah, Jackie, you had to be on another level. Yeah, Jackie, not, I was stunning though. We was, I was, you know, we remember. Yeah, yeah, Have y'all seen Jackie of late? Nah, like nah. she changed her life all the way. I heard, I heard, I heard. I put it down. I gave big her big on the She's doing some yeah, good things. Yeah, she's doing some good things in the medical <laughs> field. I heard, yeah. yeah, I heard. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. Yeah, I was in the bins too though. I was in the two door five hundred. She still shot you down. Yeah, she shot me down. I was driving. My cousin was in the passenger seat. Them was the crazy days too. We rolled down the window. She rolled down the window at first though. Yeah. And then I guess my cousin just he said some he wild said some crazy shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it was a rap. It was a rap. <laughs> yeah, the window come down, like, right? Yeah. You go to say some shit, the window but, come back up. Like, nigga, did? what did you say? I pulled the bad one too. Though I'm gonna tell y'all off the air another famous bitch, but that's that's another stuff. Anyway, Jesus, back to trip. <laughs> back to trip. Uh, that's, that's, that's a wild ass story, though, boy. Yeah. You Legendary. watched, you watched so and so beat up. I ain't gonna so say, well, say who. I ain't gonna say beat up. Man. I, I can't say that. But we know Miami bitches know how to fight. You feel me? So. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn and Foxy from Brooklyn. Hey, and we know how that, to fight too. That so. means yeah. if he ain't saying, that means he's still connected. So that's real. Oh, <laughs> don't hurt my feelings <laughs> like that. Nah, that nigga, nah. Ain't nah, no way in hell. He probably Jackie trying to remain loyal. Ain't no way in hell. I ain't gonna be messy like that. Yeah. They fought. It ain't about who won. They both had the courage to get it up when they had a disagreement and. Everybody walked away still being alive. So I feel like Foxy see, saw. See, anybody- see, nowadays, you have a lot of artists. Like, I respect that. You're not trying to be messy. We have a lot of artists that, you know, if they get a whiff of even being near a situation, yeah. the first thing they do is camera they go phone. on yeah. the camera the line, and, the and, and, and they try to, you know, put have their input into yeah, the situation. who won the fight. I mean, who, who, if, you, if, you, if you like me, you've been in enough fights to say you ain't win yeah. them all shit. Yeah. You, uh, I never got beat up. 
But uh, back to you. Getting beat up and losing a fight are two different things. I never lost a fight. Never got beat up. You didn't get enough. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. You didn't get enough. Shout out to Von Gardner, fifth grade. That nigga whooped my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tripping, dog. This nigga whooped my ass, bro. Von Gardner in Miami. We was in Norland Elementary. No, Fulford Elementary. That nigga whooped my ass. Shout out to you, nigga. Yeah. Let me catch you now, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck, nigga. I still want to smoke, nigga. That nigga whooped my ass, bro. You got her, girl. Um, But another subject that I want to touch on, like, I know, you know, everybody here knows a little bit about the Megan and the Tory Lane situation with the whole um, him shooting her or allegedly, you know, shooting her. And I don't want to take that from her because that's the reason why she's voicing the whole um, protect the black women. It's because after she told her story, people were still wanting to hear Tory Lane's side or just basically saying, well, you got what you deserve hanging around a certain type of group of people. Like, um, how do you view things like that in the industry? Like, two artists getting into something like that? I'm going to tell you 100%. I don't even know anything about the situation other than the fact that people are saying that uh, Megan got shot. In both feet. Oh, she got shot twice? So let me elaborate the story. I don't know. So so her feet was above the other one, but she got shot in both feet. Like a Harlem Knights type of thing. That's some crazy shit. They were were in the same vehicle. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. But at the end of the day, it's just the fact that, and I've argued with people about that. It's just the fact that I'm hanging with you, mm-hmm. so I feel safe around you. These are people who usually have security guards and, you know, people to so what keep... So what exactly are they saying? Like, I'm really... They I'm were riding, totally they were driving in a car. Okay, they came from a party, driving in a car together, and basically one thing led to another where Tory Lane shoots her. They're in the car. Like allegedly, she he, allegedly, she beat him up. No. Allegedly. Oh. And what? she's a big bitch. So, I'm not. I'm not justifying shit he did. She was beating his ass, but though. she was beating his ass. She was beating his ass. He, they both in the car. He shot her leg. But mind you, one of the person the that was in the car was away, his security guard. Feet. Yeah, his security guard Correct. and her homegirl. So, so even how, how with y'all him, get all this information though? It's all had, over the tabloids. It's, it's all over the tabloids. Man, you can't believe everything. And she actually went on live and actually, you know, yeah, kind of like clarified too. a couple of things. It's her side of the story. It's, it, this is her side of the story. So Tory Lanez hasn't said anything yet. Yeah. You know, and she Which mentioned protecting him he over and over again smart. until she caught whiff of basically his team basically kind of right. like discrediting not, her. Not to cut you off, but to see it in the bigger picture, not just them. Right. Do you see at any point where you should, is, there, is it justifiable for a man to put his hands on a woman in any way, even if she's bigger than him? And she's assaulting the him. On, the, the only time that I feel like a man is justified in in uh, defending himself physically against a woman is if his life is in danger, yeah. or you know his safety to the point to where he can be you know permanently paralyzed or something like. I mean, I don't believe you just let a woman kill you. Fuck yeah. that. I know I know men who who are dead because of women. You know yeah. What I mean? So Facts. a woman can shoot a nigga just like a nigga can shoot a woman. So I don't believe in that. Oh, he's supposed to let a woman take your life. Mm. Like hell no. We don't let nobody take your life. Yeah, yeah, but but is it like can he come back from this? I don't even know what happened, so I can't you know, I can't even speak on that. Okay, from the optics female. A nigga a shoots, a, shoots a female. For no reason. For apparently I mean, no reason. Can coming, you come just, back from that? Just coming from the rap culture, anything's possible now, but the rap the era I grew up in, that'd be that that'll be tool for any nigga's arsenal that's that's ready to you know like I said I don't even really Come know I don't, I don't even know his catalog like that yeah. to even know what type of rapper he is or what I'm 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 tell you the truth I'm I'm one of them old niggas I don't yeah. even listen to a lot of the new shit so 
I don't even know Tory. I don't even know what he looked like. I know yeah. his name. <laughs> no, I mean, yo, Trip is real as fuck, yeah. dog. No, I'm just saying. I just I know his name. But, oh, but, love it. So I can't say what type of rapper he is, but let's just let's just take it back to my era. Me being, you know, the kind of rapper I am. You know, me, Trick Daddy, mm. Ti, one of them kind of niggas. If that would have happened to one of us, mm. somebody like Fifty Cent is gonna use that. Yeah, nobody said shit to Gucci man when he threw a bitch out of his car. I had a moving hummer. Moving Nobody hummer. said shit to him. He did him. not shoot And I've seen, I've seen a video of, I think it was a rapper girl, he mushed her or some stupid shit like that. Nobody said shit to him. Like, Again, like even so when you Kevin can't Gaines say your killed. error because like back then it probably was going on. Yeah, because you know what? You just made me think of Easy e is, is, you know, to be credited as one of the niggas yeah. that started Gangster Rap, man. And, and uh, him, Too Short, they actually advocated so I ain't gonna say advocated, ass, yeah. but I, I ain't gonna say advocate, but they made some some, some really suggestive lyrics. Dr. Uh, Dre beat that uh, reporter. Yeah, you know, easy, easy made a song, uh, you know, talking about shooting the bitch. Yeah. So what about the bitch who got shot? Fuck her. You think yeah. I give a damn about a bitch? I ain't a sucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Too short, you come home and get smooth, cussed out. Yeah. You got yeah. a bitch with a foul ass mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Scared to catch you with a left hook? You was a bitch in my book. <laughs> Ew. Hey, that shit was not fly to me. <laughs> Not at all, <laughs> and that's why we have to protect the women. We do gotta that's protect the women. But these I, bitches be like, thinking they they niggas, man. Trying let me to say this. Let niggas. me say this. So this is my problem with the whole situation. I I I, I wholly believe in protecting women. I want to protect my mother. I want to protect my daughter if I have one. I want to protect my woman. The thing is, like when you get women that cross that line, they cross the line all the habitual line crosses. <laughs> Habitual line crosses like, like I, I got daughters man And I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth I don't believe in no woman Putting their hands on a man Just like mm. I believe in a man Putting their hands on a woman like, That's all I'm trying to say true. I, I don't believe my daughter Got the right to go Punch a nigga in his fucking face Yeah You feel me Just cause she a girl mm. Fuck that no, Yeah I, I, I have daughters to too I believe that But You put your hands on my daughter it's Yeah like, you done Of course <laughs> yeah. Of course it's gonna be consequences But yeah. she's still gonna get She gonna get hers too When we get mm. somewhere In, yeah, in private That's like, in private But yeah, yeah, yeah I understand course. Okay, before let we wrap up, let, though. Let, so let speak. Nah, she nah, got wait. something to say. You, you think that a woman has the right to put her hands on a man and just uh, no consequences? It depends. Oh, no, no, no. My depends. God. It depends. <laughs> it depends. How does that depend? If her heart broke it. <laughs> because people lash out and they are not in control your of, of So how about when a man lashes out and he's not in control of his actions? You're in control of picking up a gun and shooting somebody. I'm not talking about that. I'm oh, you're just talking hands, about hands. If, we're, if we're fighting back and forth, we're fighting back and forth. It is what it is. But I didn't say game, back and forth. I didn't say back and forth. You hit him. You hit. You think you have the right to hit a man just because you can't control your emotions? Yeah. And do you think a man wow. has the right to hit you if he can't control his emotions? That's fine. As long as I'm able to protect myself, I'm fine. See, okay, I that, that. that sounds great. I the problem is, I can go with this. Do the majority of women feel that way? And online, nah. do they say that nah, same that's thing? That's a terrible way of thinking, dog. Listen, no, yeah, I no, think no, you should it, just it, keep your hands to your fucking self. That's it, how I feel. It's don't, not even don't that. touch nobody. That's it's not even that. You can't, you can't speak for everybody because everybody have an anger issues, different kind of level of anger issues. You right. have people my anger issues not, make the news. You have people I'm still that's not, not going to hit This is a great topic. No, You have people that's not, even with the woman that was with the guy for 18 years, I'm. this is just a topic that, popped up in the news she was with him for 18 years and she caught him cheating and oh, yeah, she ran that. him over with yeah, the car and then hit him with the bumper. and hit him at that moment do you think she was she deserves thinking? to be under the fucking but right but do you feel like she was thinking this yeah, is her was lashing she out was talking and okay. speaking of the situation to his body like i don't i don't feel like she she thought her 
she thought everything through. She probably I, didn't, but she still deserved to go to prison. She still deserved to go to yeah. prison because of what she did. But what I'm saying is just that they, everybody has different levels of anger. I see women so at the end of the day, so at the end of the day is but what she's saying is right. I mean, people, even some men, can't control their emotions. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't suffer the consequences of your actions. But that's fine. I will suffer. But if the consequences of my action is way larger than what I put in, it's kind of just like, okay, if, if you're a man. If you take somebody's life, it's nothing to like Right. That. But if, you, if, if I, you take somebody's life, you either deserve to go to spend the rest of your life right. in prison. Or if I'm arguing with somebody you. and I slap you and in, in return you shoot me and you're a man at that, it, it, it just... It, it's not see, easy. It's not, it's not balanced. I, I, I don't think that's balanced. It's not balanced. It's not balanced. About, if you're speaking about it, that's what happened with them, I, like I said, I can't speak on that because I know absolutely nothing about it. Y'all yeah. brought it to my attention. Right. I heard about Tory Lane. I mean, uh, um, uh, Megan Maybe. getting shot. Yeah. And I heard Tory was with or whatever, but you know, I don't be getting all in them people's business. But the I don't thing watch reality shows or none of that. None, another person's life is not my business. For every action, there's a reaction. So you slap a nigga and then he takes it far enough to kill you. Like, your action caused that. So, you so set it's that in my motion. fault why why okay. it happened. Is what I, you're I, saying. Like a man that is when, is, when I was attacked when I was attacked, rip. I don't go to blaming what happened. I was like, what did I do to cause this? You feel me? And then now how I'm gonna proceed on after you feel me? You gotta be accountable. Women don't take accountability for most of the shit they do. Like but I I'm, knew I knew why this nigga was doing what he was doing. And I, I understood why he's doing it because I, I read certain shit like Art of War and shit. So I knew, you know what I'm saying? But still, like every action I do, I'm prepared for those consequences or that reaction. Because I can just say, your mama's a bitch. I open the door for however he reacts. Like, like, like he, his mama could be going through some other shit in his head and he could be want, want to kill me because of that. Bottom line, just But respect, my action caused this. Mind, man. Mm -hmm. You don't know what people Yeah, my respect, action man. did this. So if your action causes this nigga to fucking stab you and throw you in the fucking trunk and then bury you somewhere, that you caused that. Like, me, like you shouldn't put your hands on this nigga. No, let me say this. So I think uh, this is where, you know, like, it, it's the gap between men and women. But right? so, hold on, hold on. Wait, before I say that, because mm -hmm. if I just end it like that, they're going to be like, damn, I'm not tripping. Yeah, you his, are. his reaction deserves consequences now, too, right. though. So I understand that part, too. But still, don't try to just throw the blame on the person that reacted because of the action that happened first. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's two if you throw, so, if so you throw a rock in the bucket, but, but where, where does self control come in at? Nut? The the self control is on you for causing this. Like, I made this nigga do this. Like, I've been in the club throwing money in the nigga face, and then we fight. Like, I knew what I did. You feel me? Like, like this is my action. So I'm okay with the consequences because I'm ready to take it wherever you're ready to take it. So if you slap a nigga, just be ready to take it wherever he's gonna be ready to take it. That's all I'm saying. That's the thing. So it, it, I don't, it, it, I don't it, it, think it, it, women... It depends on if it's equivalent. Now, somebody saying Thank something you. to you... So you saying somebody saying something to you... Oh, I grew up in an era where that word, fuck nigga, gave, yeah. you, gave, oh, you, yeah. gave you the green light to kill a nigga. Yeah, that's, a oh, kid, yeah. You, that's, that's killing words. That's, that's a gave you the green light to kill yeah. a nigga for calling you a fuck nigga. But now, me being the age I am now... It's a fuck, do we really have the right to kill somebody over some fucking words? No. Because yeah. a nigga say something to you? Uh, he, it's not the words. It's the it's the respect behind fuck it. It's that. the disrespect so behind that. it. It's a word, now, bro. Now, it's a word. Now, now, you know no, as well as I know. We're going to argue now, Trip. No, hold on. You know as well as I know. Hold on. You know as well as I know that your reputation is key and you're supposed to guard it with your life. Now, if you're in the streets and you have people around you that's paying you and that, that, that relies on you being... A type of person that you is, and somebody could come disrespect you. Now, what to tell these niggas? It, it, and I'm gonna tell you the truth. Respect is one of those things that is uh, earned. Not even beyond that. It's like um, your 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 definition of respect 
may be different with some than somebody else's definition of respect. That's like uh, you know, like they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, is what 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 you determine as being disrespectful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of shit that to me was, that I once considered being disrespectful, I don't even give a fuck about. So you're no saying one. it's perspective? It's perspective. That's all it is. Yeah. It is. It is. So, so uh, my young, thing, thing, in my young perspective, things, my early twenties, yeah, anything that's, could that's be disrespectful. That's, that's you step in. on my exactly. toes, exactly. oh, that's exactly. disrespectful. But the 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 way I live now, as long as it ain't nothing that's detrimental to my health or my well being, it ain't disrespectful to me. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't go around just you know, because you, you got to think, bro. The, the the world we live in now with the social media and all that shit. Yeah. If you reacting on every motherfucking thing that you found disrespectful, yeah. You'll be okay on, now. Man. Now you see, mind, I'm, I'm older now. I understand this. That comes with time. That's wisdom. It comes with yeah. time. I know this, right? Yeah. But a 20 year old nigga come up to me and says something sideways or some shit like that. I know where he can take it. Yeah, of course. So is it? So if something happens to me and he does something to me, it's my fault because I knew where he can take it, and I know like like his level of caring and my level of responsibilities and what I have going on is not the same. Right. Like this nigga right. throw it all away right now. So me reacting and be like, you know what? I'm gonna let it slide. He's not gonna let it slide. I, I don't, uh, some, it depends sometimes the way you handle it, man. Cause you know what I do, man? When I look at a lot of these young niggas, cause I'm gonna tell you the truth. I ain't even supposed to be here right now, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I started, I started shooting guns when I was 16 years old. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So if it weren't for a lot of niggas, you know what I mean? I'm gonna give you, uh, I'm gonna give you a real example, bro. When I was about, um, I think I was about 16 at the time, I was beefing with with this this dude that, um, you know, man, we, we real cool right now. We like, matter of fact, his son, I called a nigga my nephew. You feel yeah. me? Fuck with each other real heavy. But at the time, it was, either, you know, I felt like either one, one of us was going to kill each other. Either he going to kill me, I was going to kill him. That's how heavy it was. Like, every time we seen each other, we're going down. Like, fighting, it was constant. Fighting, shootouts. It, no, it was all the time. But the only mm-hmm. thing, this is what the difference is between what we had going on then and how it is now. We gave each other a pass based on the situation that was around it. Like, um, let me give you an example. One time, I was in, the, uh, I was, I was out shopping with my sister and my niece. Well, she had a, my niece was a baby at the time. You know what I mean? And I was holding my niece. Yeah. And before I know it, I looked up and them niggas had me surrounded and I had my niece in my hand. And the nigga looked at me and smiled and said, "Yo, boy, you better be glad you're holding that baby. You know what it'll be." You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the nigga showed me, you know, he lo- you know what I mean? They would have yeah. gave it to me. You know yeah. what I mean? This, we had the flea market, matter of fact, not the mall. So, you know, niggas, was, it was going down at the flea market. Yeah. So, like, okay. Then it was a time after that, I, you know, I saw him with his mama. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he probably to the day don't even know I seen him. But, I, I yeah. you know, we gave, we ain't, we, ain't, we ain't shoot no babies. We ain't shoot no no mm-hmm. mamas, no none of that. You feel yeah. me? It's me and you. Yeah. And then uh, one particular time, um, you know, it was it was me and him, man. It went down and, you know, I I snatched, snatched my shit out and it, it jammed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. And when it jammed, he went and got his shit. You know what I mean? Because he, he was right there standing at his car. And he grabbed his shit. And you know what I mean? So I ain't had no choice, but I, I got to catch out. You yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, at the time, you know, we all had big homies and shit. And, and the niggas he ran up under was like some real hitters. So they were looking for me. The niggas coming to my mama's house and everything. You, you feel me? But when the, when the, when the, when the, when the OG seen me, because, you know, my name always was it superseded me, and people like when you see me, I don't I don't look as threatening as as mm-hmm. what people have heard about me. You feel mm-hmm. me? So when the nigga see me, he like, oh, this the nigga, this, this I know this little nigga, this trip. Yeah, man, you got us riding around finna kill this little nigga, man. Nigga like, man, come on, man, we ain't finna do. It. I know this little little nigga cool, man. So the nigga basically just just gave me a pass. You, you feel me? Yeah. But right now today, a lot of niggas ain't ain't doing that. Ain't and I'm doing saying that, that to say, oh, no. like sometimes if you that older nigga. You got to be the one to say, you know what, man? It ain't even worth that. 
And if yeah. one of them older niggas stepping in, me and that nigga probably would, you know, wouldn't even be here today. Trip, would you say that's off of respect, though? Off of uh, me earning my respect and me no, having not respect. Not respect him. overall, just respect. Uh, of course it was respect. It was like, respect. him, him like, having respect he for... He respected the baby. You respected the mama. He, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then they, the OG they respected, respected the, OG. the fact that he knew me from outside of what his little homie had told him. Right. You feel yeah. me? And me... Respecting that OG to the fact that I know these niggas on that. You feel yeah. me? He could have killed me. Yeah. Listen, I talked to my little niggas a hundred times. Nigga, it's not even worth it. Them niggas on, ain't trying to hear that shit. And I listen. And I understand and then, all this. Let me bring it all. back I gotta though. tell you though, you can't tell this nigga don't do it because mm-hmm. I'm not telling the other nigga don't do it. You feel me? So it's like it's not fair for somebody. I rather I rather, I rather him than you. So listen, it's not your, fair for somebody I'm not to come. Nobody at, don't listen, do nothing. It's not fair for somebody to come at you at a level two and for you to take it to a level ten. It's not that serious. Shit. Listen, so so here, this is where I want to bring everything and wrap it all up, right? So, like, I, I, I want to... touch the subject, man. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I agree it with is. what she's saying, Here's the, but it does happen. It Here's happens. the thing, it happens, Here's the thing that women miss, though, right? They talk, like, right now, just talked about everything. The whole time, only thing you could hear, only thing I heard was respect. Yeah. With women, there's a level of respect for men that goes out the window when they get upset and their emotions are involved. Man, listen, yeah. I can leave right now. He just called it out. Yeah. And that go on, I'm talking about from women in your house, women in your family, women, yeah. women period, they feel like they have the right to start disrespecting you when they get upset with you. Straight up. And listen, that's, that gotta, that gotta stop. That's, that right that's, there gotta stop. That's the gap where you see there's some men right now on social media and Trip. I know you might not see this on a daily basis, but I'm gonna tell you it's just really what's going on. So she says she got shot. You know, some people are just gonna hold their tongues because now you don't want to be the the simp that you know said, yeah. "Oh, she got shot." Well, fuck her. You don't want to be that guy. Right. It's a whole bunch of people holding their tongues, but really the problem is in in the people who do say what they want to say they being like oh you 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 ostracize pretty much right but the part yeah you get canceled the problem is what i just said women don't understand respect as men understand respect right you know what i'm saying you said in one of your songs like it's this nigga i hate but i ain't kill him yet right (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's 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 some part of respect that had to fall into there you know can i I take it back where that comes from though Hmm. yeah i think i think that, that that's that's like some shit that they put us put in y'all gen, generations ago when they was bucking the, the slaves and mm-hmm. shit and they was beating them in front of the women mm-hmm. and shit like like I believe like if a man well, I'm, you think I'm, you think I'm, if, if a man if a man if a man back then if a man back then said something to his wife in the slave quarter she would be like bitch you ain't say that to the master you feel me like I guarantee that was spoken that was said I'm gonna go a step further than that you know. It, it, it was written, man, and even before the slave trade. And I, you know, I know everybody got their mm-hmm. own different religious beliefs or whatever. But I think we all can agree that the Bible is a very, very old book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, regardless of time know. out, time out. Yeah, both Jehovah Witnesses, by the way, are used to be. I grew up with it, but go ahead. So, so uh, you know, with with that being said, uh, the fact that th- th- this is an ancient book. Yeah. Now, in the beginning, it, it states how. Um. I forget what scripture it is, but it's in it's in the, it's in the, what they call the, the New Testament or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. where it says, uh, "Women respect your husband, and husbands love your wives." Mm-hmm. Why I didn't say both for both? Because I'm gonna tell you what the reason is, and I've dealt with enough women intimately, not just talking. About, I ain't talking about just sleeping with them, but you know, I've, I've been 
married a few times and I have mm-hmm. an intimate relationship. One, one thing I find that all women have in common is that they desire love more than respect. Mm. Oh, shit. And men, we require respect, respect more than love. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And that's what that's respect. what that's what a lot of women have too. I think men, we kind of see that a little some bit more. Shit right there. But yeah. women, women, they feel like as long as I love this nigga, I can disrespect him. Yeah. As he long as I still truth. love him at the end of the yeah. day. He telling look how but, we raise our kids. Yeah. But that'll tell the truth. But that 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 right there, Yo, that's you, crazy. you chip away at a nigga so much with that respect. Mm-hmm. To where he stopped right. loving you, that's and right. that's when niggas. Now I ain't saying that it's right, but that's when niggas. A lot of niggas out there doing what they do because they're not being respected at home. Damn, you feel what I'm shit. saying? It's that's not even. Shit. It's not even that because oh, not, come not, on, this nigga. Oh, <laughs> and I am a female. Can y'all please mm-hmm. be quiet over here? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Triple J. Yeah, because Triple J talks from here y'all talk mm-hmm. from somewhere else i don't know <laughs> anyway but like i understand what you're saying yes a man is supposed to love his wife and a wife is supposed to respect his husband but throughout history you know even with the way women has been treated could you say that men have uh actually played that part in loving their wife the way they're supposed to and especially in the black community i i think we both failed at it I okay. think I think so, I think it's just that, and that's that's why we where we at right now. Exactly, men ain't loving women the way that so our, our significant other, our wife, the way we should, and women ain't respecting their husbands or their men the way they should. So it's like a yin and yang thing. Yeah, it goes okay? both ways. So it goes both ways. So therefore, you know, you can't be like, oh, women need to understand the respect a man it's like maybe the man didn't love the woman. That's mm-hmm. why she don't respect him. Mm-hmm. You feel but me? See, because, now, now I got to go back to what Nut said because. A lot of, especially in our community, was started from from you know slavery, like, and even to this day, you know, with the, with the whole Jim Crow movement, and even even up until the civil rights, man. Like right now, you know, not even to get political because I don't I don't even get into politics, but honestly, I think a lot of what um, one party offers us that that keeps our people more loyal to them are the same things that are handicapping us. Yeah, you know Absolutely. what I mean. And yeah. one and one and one of those. One of those welfare. One of those things. Section eight. All of that, and that, that those shit. those are things that that hinder mm-hmm. the black family. Mm-hmm. You know that, that mess up the family structure, and that's yeah. where that's where it all began. At man, if you don't have no family structure in your upbringing, yeah, come on, man, let's 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 that's, be real, man. It, it, it take it, it take both parents to properly raise a child. I ain't yeah, saying man. nothing against single mothers, nothing against single fathers. You no, know what I mean, fuck but, single mothers, does. fuck single fathers. First of all, that's that's the first thing I need to say. Like, no, don't 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 sugarcoat a trip because yeah. you, you know, having sugarcoated shit. What, this whole what, interview. What they, what they let's put the quotations up. Single parents. Okay, you gotcha. Because the only way you're really a single parent is if, Listen, you're, if your uh, significant other is dead it, or, or it, really ain't doing. It's shit. called a nuclear family for a reason because all the power starts in the home. Right, exactly. So, and and and, yeah. and 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 we were let's be real, we were created to be. I mean, if it take two people to make a child, it take two people to raise a child. Mm-hmm. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? But we have been crippled by this system who, who's telling our women that you know what, keep that nigga out your house and we'll pay your bills. For yeah, you. right. You Ooh, feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And so that and 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 that that's we got to get out of that mindset, man. Yeah, we do. That's real. We do. That's real. All right, a hey, uh, trip. Where can they find you? Oh shit! I, I used to be on. He's Avenue. not a law. Nigga said Jay Avenue. Trip, you got a new project out right now? Any social media? I used, I used media? to be on Jay. Then I then I, I, I went to S for a little while. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up on Tilt Street. But you can't find me in none of them places no more. <laughs> <laughs> What's the new project, Trip? It's called the Introvert Man. It's on all uh, social. I want all all Stream digital platforms. platforms. Yeah. My all. personal favorite has to be. Step oh oh oh! Now before we stop, we yeah, gotta do already our, know our what we're doing. Three favorite trip. three. Trip. I got. I got. Can you play my last? 
Okay. No, no, we're not gonna play no songs. What's your two favorite? My two favorite for sure is gonna be Stepson. After I heard it, I was I had to add it and yeah. then it knocked That's off the another introvert. song. That's on Triple J the introvert. Y'all Triple go, J the go introvert. get that right now, man. Go um, download that. Go stream that. It's everywhere. Get out my phone. <laughs> get out my phone. <laughs> get out my phone. Oh, my phone. I was listening to that on the way. Mine. Shout my out favorite. to Pitbull, man. Pitbull Pit- lays that yes, on. Yes, Pitbull. My favorite all time song is My Ambitions. My Ambitions. I yeah. I love that one. And then Oh you mean my song? Yeah the My song. addiction you mean My addiction, my addiction. Yeah, my addiction. I'm addicted to cocaine The, the slow brain Addicted oh, to the game shit, I inflicted so much pain <laughs> That I damn near lost my wife Second one, second anyway, one, okay. second one. And then the second one Is a verse Off a of Down South Dope Boy CD He don't remember the song That's time Jet asked him about it But uh, it's a song called uh, I Can't Stop And if that verse is just I remember I remember I did yeah. a song with him I can't yeah, really remember That verse was though. just The greatest verse ever yeah, well, mine she two has songs. Three. I have three, but I, I do want to let you know that I used to listen to your songs on the underground station, and I used to sit and wait, like literally, like, <laughs> oh no, I'm looking for this song. <laughs> and then when he said "Clear," I was like, oh, that song too, because I remember. I used Clear. to. Ju- I remember when I used to go to the tunnel underage, and I used mm. to hear your songs. I used to be like, "This is my song," so yeah. I'm gonna go with Boy Shorts. Oh, of course. And 16 years old kind of like hit me hard. Oh, that can't yeah. help me out. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like thought songs. <laughs> no, 16 years old can't go today in this generation. Now you know what's crazy, man. People call me all. The, I just had to turn a nigga, a turn a dude down not too long ago. He wanted me to do a sweet 16. Like back when I was young, I used to do a lot of them. But, and, and they be wanting me to do that song at yeah. their sweet 16 oh, no, thank for their daughters. Yeah. No, like, thank you. <laughs> what? What do you mean? And, and they kind of explained no, us. Nah, no. nah, I really, I told the dude, I'm like, listen, man, I ain't gonna lie. I, I feel funny even just nah, doing that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, man, go find one of these young cats. There's a lot yeah. of young, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't even want to be at a party full of 16 year olds. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that either. Nah. What's the last one? Um, and, and by the way, that, that, that's, that's 16 years old. That was Jim Johnson's story. I'm just my, you know, my artist storytelling is so good that I can take wow. somebody else. Wow, really? I never knew that, dog. Yeah. Are you serious? Crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I didn't want to do that song at first. He was like, "Man, you got to do these, that song." He produced like, it. He that's the oh, first time I ever heard of his production yeah. too. Because I couldn't, song. I couldn't find it. I couldn't, I didn't know how to write to it. Like he gave me the hook and the beat. He was like, "This is a hit song." I'm telling you, man. But yeah. I, and who's the original guy that sings that shit? That came from uh, somewhere. Yes, yeah, oh. an older song. I forgot. I forgot, I forgot the nigga name. Too. Damn, white dude. Yeah. I was sixteen. But Jim was like, man, I was thinking that I was grown. So <laughs> I like that song. Yeah, Jim was like, man, just, just just do the story like this, and he was like, man, just be like, you know, tell my story, man. I was DJing in the club one night. I met this girl, man. I got cool with her. I went to her house, man. I was having dinner with her family and everything, man. Like two months wow. later, two months later, I find out she's sixteen years old. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you my mind, man, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool with her parents and everything before Holy I find out. But the way he told the story, you yeah. would swear like yeah, so it was just, your, just, it was I a just, true story of yours. Took, took yeah. what, you know, his, his and then you made it your, your and, world. Yeah, and yeah. I brought it into my world. Yep. Yeah. Damn, that shit was a great. Your song, favorite though. two trip. My favorite two. Yeah. Oh shit, that's like picking a child. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even do it right now. My favorite project is um, in project and, and, I'm, and I'm gonna say it, it ain't just because that's the one I'm pushing right now, but. Mm-hmm. The introvert man, I feel like yeah. I really, I really reached. That's a solid tape. Yeah, I love that shit. That's, That's good. a solid tape. But but uh, another one. What's the other favorite project? project? Let's say project. Um, I like four to four. The one I did right before this. Yeah, I like that know, one too. I gotta listen to that more. I was in jail came, for it that came, time. It came from a um, from a grown man perspective. Yeah, but before that, it'll probably be my addictions. Yeah, my addictions <laughs> and Raymond fucking and fan though. <laughs> But raining, raining and drought was, you know, to me yeah. personally oh, that was because hard. that was hard. It was more of a, um, it was less 
street, even though I had that street element. Yeah. But I, 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 I venture more into my creative side. You know, yeah, I, mean, I was, I was ain't in a drought. You started with the murder of the girl. <laughs> That's the rain and drought, right? And then yeah, you yeah. ended up well, well, killing well, let me, everybody. Let me, let me clarify <laughs> like, what I mean. By, <laughs> yeah, you wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify what I mean by more less street for me, because my version of street, and I'm just talking about me as a rapper. My version of street is actually talking about real life okay. stories, like like Ralph Yeah, yeah, like yeah. shit that, that that you know what I mean, like real life street shit, not okay, okay. not just uh, street subjects. Yeah, but real street. shit you seen. Yeah, firsthand yeah. street shit. So. Yeah. Raining and drought was like my first time going in the studio and be like, you know what? I ain't gonna rap about my life. I'm gonna rap about the street still, but not so much my personal life. Okay, yeah. okay. So I was just I, I let my creativity and my imagination fly. More okay. On that album. All right, okay. man. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Go ahead and wrap up the shit that you do at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll hear from you. All you guys will hear from us in the next episode. Triple J, thank you so much for coming to the show. You're welcome. Thank you, Nut, for the 1738. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>